0: ACC tip-op is underway, meaning basketball season really is almost here. Crazy to think about. We're going to talk about some of the expectations or lack thereof that we have of certain teams, both men and women. We're also going to read your comments. As promised, Kenton Gibbs gets to lead that charge. So, boy, be careful what you wish for. You are locked on ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic
1: Coast Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack. Each and every day you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you download, subscribe to the pod. We always thank you when you come and join the fun. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started today. All right, we have a fun field show per usual. We hopefully have enough credibility to get through these 30 minutes, but you never know with this bunch. So here we are. <laughs> But I want to talk through mm. some pretty exciting things happening. ACC tip-off, for those of you who don't know, ACC kickoff is where we start football season. ACC tip-off is for basketball season, both men and women. They go to Charlotte. They talk about the season. They, they have your top players and coach, head coach go there and talk through what to expect this coming upcoming year. Got a lot of expectations for some, lack of expectations for others. And, you know, just the feel and the vibe of ACC basketball is always high for me, especially on the women's side. I think it's very much an underrated, underappreciated side of the business because ACC women's basketball holds it down but the men of course have had some great runs still have great runs still are able to get a lot of people in the final four elite eight all the things and yet and still it's almost like the football narrative in which people feel don't feel away like i don't know where we played this game of only one acc team gonna get into but matt mose three and a possible like why are we playing spade type energy with our conference yet again like who is on the espn side I would like to have a moment. What's my guy who makes the um the bubbles on the bubble thing? You know what I'm talking about? Joe
1: Lenardi, <laughs> bracketology with Joe Lenardi. Yeah.
0: Bracketology. I I need to know who on the SEC, the Big Ten, is paying him because he just feels on so about the ACC.
1: Well, I'm surprised that they are like this. And if anything, if you really think about it, if you really think about it, which of the which of the five power conferences has some of the smaller TV deals? You would think that that the the people that you got the sweetheart deal from is the people that you would love on and and, and treat like they're royalty. But you know you know how this goes. The so accolades
0: yeah. should speak for themselves. The achievements, the blue bloods, but it, it never will. Be- okay, it never will. They, right. Let's
1: let's stop playing like we don't know how this thing goes. This okay. is the money game, right? This is they they do it for clicks and views, right? Okay. And if you're doing it for clicks and views, what gets more clicks and views? That's that's the objective. Right, the the teams with no, again, who's the professional team in in Mississippi, and I mean for any sport, who's the where's the professional team?
0: Doesn't exist.
1: Oh, okay, Alabama
0: doesn't exist.
1: Oh, okay, like there are multiple states like that. There are multiple states in SEC country and all that. Big Ten, again, they're a little different because like all of them have pro teams and whatnot. They just still show up like crazy for their teams, but the reality is very simple. Anybody saying that the ACC will only have one to two to three teams in this year, get up off of that cocaine. Get up off of that crack. (laughs) Get yourself together and get your mind back, okay? A thousand percent.
0: One of the highlights to me of ACC tip-off so far is DJ Burns from NC State, and I'll tell you why. My man said he watched Akeem growing up. He Mm -hmm. was just presented with a Zach Randolph body. And that has been the quote for me, because when you squint, maybe a couple of shots of tequila, and then my boy's starting to look like Randall. I ain't gonna hold you. Wow. Um,
1: he actually has slimmed down. He actually is. He like has, the but, term, he's but he's
0: term, still, he, he's, but it's he's the still rounder face. Yeah.
1: He's he still has a baby
0: guy. face. Jack I mean, like Randall had a baby face, and he's a big body. <laughs> you know what I'm talking Bullies get bullied on his block.
1: I'm gonna tell you something, zebo that's. That's a Michigan man. He don't play them games now. He don't play them games. But no, very seriously, DJ Burns is that type of guy. He's, he's a huge personality. Everywhere he goes, you know, it's it's magnetic almost. You know, I, I met him at Dreamville – um, outside of the sports context, and we chopped it up a little bit, and it was great talking to him just as, like, yeah. a human being because I don't like talking to players about, like, oh, you got to have a good season this year. Just, yeah. Hey, how you enjoying the festivities and all that? And he's a great dude, great spirit. I think, you know,
0: yeah, and I think having someone be so embraced as a yeah. transfer. You know, we live in a transfer era, right, where sometimes it always doesn't hit, and you have more sell there coming from Virginia, and it's just mm-hmm. the way Coach Keats has sort of elevated that team. That's definitely one of the programs that I'm high on right now for talking about expectations. I think Keats is due for a good year and you have people that have bought into his program, his system, his mindset, mentality. And NC State is right there on the cusp of really being in that conversation.
1: Yeah, I think that the thing that I find very interesting is, you know, not just about NC State. There are a lot of teams in the ACC that are like they're projected all over the place. They're projected. I think the only teams that I believe are like solidly where where they are. Is I'm seeing like Duke and Miami generally solidly at like, hey, this this team is going to be one or two. This team is going to be between two and five. As and it that's it. Be. Everybody else is like, Crap oh, ship. UNC anywhere between three and 12. <laughs> NC State anywhere between four and 12. I'm, I'm telling you what the experts are. North saying. Carolina need to be between 15 and 25. But I'm just telling, oh, no, no, no. Not in the conference. Oh, okay, okay,
0: okay, okay. But
1: that's what I'm saying, though. <laughs> all these teams, all these teams are like, Everybody's like, "Oh, are they going to be good? Are they going to be bad? Is Wake Forest? Yeah. Are they going to be three? Are they going to be eight? Are they going to be fourteenth in the league? Notre Dame? Are they going to be a bottom feeder? Boston College? Can they get it together? Virginia? Virginia is probably the only other one. I'm I'm sorry, Virginia fans, my bad. Virginia is the only other team that's pre- predicted to be highly across the board as well. There but goes
0: another Tony for you. Yeah. Other than
1: that, again, they got all the Tonys over there. They got too many. They got to bring down your Tonys. Too many Tonys. Y'all messing up the Tony quota. Cats and rent combined didn't get this many Tonys when they first dropped okay, okay. so we, we don't need to do that but anyway um yeah they, they, those are you know everybody else is a crapshoot which means it's going to be an exciting year in ACC anybody can be to anybody people are actually believing in Kenny Payne and Louisville
0: and said, you know on. what hold crack on. is real <laughs> and you know what on? and you know what what is going on so the I DARE mean, program should be brought back to schools because I just no,
1: absolutely not. Well, listen, the, the media who are picking them to be there, they they too late for dare anyway. You know what I mean? They said, just say no to drugs. And then the words of future, hell no, we ain't listen. Okay, that's what happened. That is what happened there. But very seriously, this is, this is going to be an exciting year for the conference. I don't yeah. think that this is going to be a chalk year at all because we've seen out of multiple teams the ability to beat the best. Yeah. And we've seen out of the best teams the ability to look fraudulent. You've seen a Clemson team that wiped the floor with NC State every time they played by darn near 30. And yet, when they played everybody else in the conference, it was like,
0: oh, no. They had moments. They They had flashes.
1: I agree. I agree. They had moments and flashes. They never looked as good as against any other conference opponent that was supposed to be good than they did against NC State. I think we can agree that.
0: Yeah. All right. I mean, so of all the teams, I, you know, highlight NC State is my one being. I think they're going to have a really good season. And of course, we're going to have multiple in here. But who right now do you have being for the men's side?
1: Well, I'm going to make this uh, the best sweet. of the best. I'm going to make this easy. And, and you know, if I'm wrong, then a lot of people are going to be wrong with me. I think that Duke really is a, a really good team. Jeremy Roach, I don't know why he was playing around, talking about he's going to go to the NBA and all that. Brother, you're a college guard. Let's be honest with ourselves. OK, you know. <laughs> You know, you're not ready to learn Italian yet. You're not ready to learn Portuguese yet. Brother. I can't stand you. Come on back. You know what I mean? But I think he's a baller, though. I think he's a baller. I think that that front court that they have, massive. They got – this is a team that I'm looking at in terms of Duke that I'm saying John Shire has kept the ball rolling from Mm -hmm. where Coach K gave it to him. It's not like they needed multiple years to rebuild or whatever the case may be. He came out the gate's hottest fish agree, and he's keeping it rolling. Now, obviously, he wasn't as hot as, as his crosstown rivals and Hubert Davis and all that, but also he's had a little bit more sustained success in terms of the level that he's been at since, and the level that they've been at since he's been there. It, it hasn't been like a, oh, we're good, and then, oh, we're dropped, and then, oh, we should be good again type deal. So,
0: Well, you're really drinking that Kyle Filipowski juice, huh? Absolutely.
1: Now, Kyle <laughs> Filipowski is an NBA player. He is going to be playing in the NBA one day. I am fairly Mr. Popeyes
0: himself. All right, cool, cool, yeah. cool. Got it. Got it. Hurt heard you. Like, anytime you get a little Bojangles uh, shade, you're not you're not good in my book. I'm just going to say that.
1: Bojangles I, shade. What did he say about Bojangles? He preferred Popeyes. Oh, I mean, why is that surprising? Who doesn't prefer Popeyes to Bojangles? Are you crazy? You
0: want that oh, dry biscuit? Oh, the I'm, dry I'm, biscuit? The, oh, the I'm dry sorry. dry biscuit? I'm in
1: North, I'm in North Carolina. Um, I love uh, Bojangles. It is the best chicken that there will ever be. Nobody, I think, does it like Bo does it.
0: Hush. I think that you know, depending on the transfer or the NCAA allowing, uh, the young man out. I think it's Reed the Elf- third, Efton from Wake Forest. I think that's going to make or break their season. Mm -hmm. I think that Virginia Tech is always that solid team. You never know what you're going to get. I think Syracuse is in a new era with a new coach, and maybe it only took a new coach to sort of bring some revitalization in terms of what that program is. Pitt Never know what you're gonna get, but I think it's a. Sol- I mean, he's. I think Coach Capel, which you know we've learned can can't can't talk junk about the Capels. Can't play about the Capels, they
1: Fans <laughs> do not play about them Capels, baby. They, they the
0: Capels don't play about them Capels. They said
1: we coming before Dion said it. They said we we the only ones around here. We we on the way. We on the way. Okay? The most
0: head scratching teams to me. Florida state because coach mm-hmm. Hamilton is such a solid coach. Yeah. And yet we struggle with, you know, some of his very young programs saying healthy and all those things. Yeah.
1: And I think that that's, I think that's really unfortunate for him in that that yeah. team was bad last year, but like, look at how many players they had that were supposed to be playing big minutes exactly. that were walking around in boots and slings. Like yeah uh, any team, if you take away uh, three, four players that were supposed to be playing meaningful minutes, they're going to be bad. That's just yeah. the reality of it.
0: Virginia, I don't buy until I see them in the postseason because of course you can play these low scoring, extremely high defense, but what are you going to get knocked out by a Furman? You know what I mean? Like what are what are we doing here? That most head scratching team, the one I just, you know what? I'm gonna have to bring the circle in, the candles and all the things. North Carolina, what are you giving us? You've been here seven years, Armanda. Did you did you find I hope somebody asked? I know they didn't, but I'm gonna read it anyway. I'm gonna go back and look at it. Did you find a jumper? In the offseason.
1: Wait, he's back again?
0: Yes. Oh, I thought he graduated. I thought,
1: wow. If
0: you know, first of all, you know oh, he would have been didn't. in Barcelona had that happened. You know Boy. you would have seen him on somebody's two-way street had that happened. So, you know he back. Where he going to
1: go? I'm sorry. I, I he got as really
0: bad was. as Jeremy Roach. Now, I you thought know.
1: It, I that Jeremy Roach has a better NBA prospect than he does. But um, I, I thought that. I got a uh, commercial after that. Go I, ahead. I'm just saying. I'm I, I thought he ran out of eligibility. That meant he'd been playing since my hairline was rolling firm. That's crazy. That wasn't that. Help the
0: church, Lord. Let's talk about our friends here at FanDuel. As we had mentioned, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Snap into action. NFL season is very much in the thick of it, and it is America's number one sportsbook, FanDuel, where you can right now get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you like spreads, player props, over-unders, you can get in on all of that action at FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off your NFL season. In a bet good way, we're almost halfway to that point. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. Kenton, I just cannot believe you would say things like that. But here we are. I don't know why I'm surprised. Say things like what? Say, say things what? about the man. Just you know what you do. You you do you. At...
1: Candice, that man been in college <laughs> since before the MCU got to phase three. You understand?
0: you know i don't know much about that and you know i've been trying hard to catch up for you because
1: he's been in in college since iron man one came out okay he's been in college since robert Downey jr got his first big role with marvel and disney okay like come on now the the man didn't even have an arc reactor before armando baycott was in college come on come on knock it off
0: now if we're going to talk about the women here Okay, if you if you get some little higher lows, I've did you see the Cavender? One of the Cavender sisters is returning to Miami. She decided to pick up her fifth option. Good for her. You know what I mean? That team was surprisingly, you know, good. Had a nice little run. As much as I'm down about North Carolina on the men's side, I'm very high on them on the women's side. I think they have an excellent squad between Deja between pairs. I think that that's going to be the one personally to
1: beat. You know, the very interesting thing is women's basketball in the triangle is phenomenal right now. Mm -hmm. You could be the third best team in the triangle and still be the, at worst, fifth best team in the conference and Mm -hmm. still be a potential top 20 team in the nation. That is crazy to think about. Um, I'm still very confused about Celeste Taylor transferring out of Duke. Still very confused about that. Right. Uh, Don't know what happened there. Don't know what that team is going to look like now. I mean, let's just be honest. All the things that Celeste did for that team, it, on her I mean, back you can't you can't pretend like oh that's a small loss for that duke team absolutely um but going forward from there obviously you got to talk about my girls you know what i mean, <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey, all i'm saying is i have heard nothing but phenomenal things about zoe brooks in this incoming freshman class i heard they gotta shoot it listen no, I'm, the, I'm not saying it. The Migos said it. They said they got a white boy to shoot like Kyle Corver. Westmore said, say less. I need me a player that is le- melanin division that can knock it down from deep." And guess what? The man got one in this freshman class, not to mention some of the transfers that he got can also stretch the floor out as well. And with the returners that they have coming back, I mean, that is, that is primed to be a good team as well. It's very interesting to see uh, what's going on here, but of course, we got to talk about the reigning champs. We got to talk about the final four. We got we can't, to talk about can't. Kenny, coach, Kenny Brooks and his girl <laughs> up there in Virginia Tech. I'll tell you what. There's a reason that they were champs last year. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if they repeat this year. I wouldn't Absolutely. be surprised. Because, I mean, you know, Kitley feels like she's been there and dominating forever in the day.
0: She bout mm-hmm. on that Baycott plan.
1: Mm-hmm. She – and if – but here's the difference between her and Baycott. She's been dominating from like day one, darn near. Like this is not like there was a like a oh she was decent and she had from day every time you look up oh yeah Elizabeth Kitley with a stat line of twenty nine and twelve like what? I feel what like that's
0: this? how you thought about Baycott. What changed?
1: No, 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 no. I've, right. I've always said that he's an elite rebounder. I've always given him that. But everything outside of rebounding, he's he's needed to get much better at over time. Okay. Um, Kitley, on the other hand, the mid range game is there. The passing out of the post has improved. I will say that's the one thing that's improved with her a lot. But her ability. And then she's got the, the teammates coming with her. Georgia Amore and Company coming with Georgia her. Georgia is a the dog. They're coming with her. They I'll tell you what. When you got a post player like her, you need somebody on the perimeter who can stretch defenses out. Because when they condense down on her, somebody has to make them pay at a consistent and high level. Georgia does it. She not only does she him. do that, yeah. not only does she do that, a thing that I will say, Elizabeth Kidley is added to her game at a high level, that pick and roll game. Her hands have gotten a lot softer over the years in terms of catching those different passes and all that. And her and Georgia Amore now have a chemistry to where that works out wonderfully for those two. So I'm I'm excited about this year in ACC women's basketball. What will Louisville look like without Haley Van Lith? You know, they've still got talent. They've yeah. still got ball players over there and they've still got a coach that many coaches regard as one of the smartest coaches in the conference, if not the entire nation. There are so many teams that yeah. you look at and you say, what are they going to be this year? How special can they be this year?
0: And Florida State, you gotta you gotta think yeah, about, you know, your yeah. freshman player of the year and how you have a really young core and now you get another year under their belt. So mm-hmm. a lot of great women's team that I expect to have eight eight or nine in the conversation in terms of NCAA tournament play. So absolutely good absolutely. there. But we would be remiss if we don't get into some of this fan reaction stuff because I know you've been waiting all week. Mm -hmm. to be able to talk about this. And by all week, I mean 48 hours. But first, before we get into that, let's remind our friends here at Jace Medical now offers customability for your Jace case with dozens of add-on medications. Choose the medications that best fit you and your family's unique needs. Jace is continually working to expand their medication offerings in in most recent efforts. They added Invermectin as an option in Jace case. Let's talk about the fact that you can buy a gift card for family or your loved ones so that they can get a Jace case of their own. Go to jacemedical.com, enter code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on at jasemedical.com. But beyond that, let's talk about our friends here at eBay Motors. When you think about eBay Motors and how you're trying to get in the best action, pass and drive, and patient, what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps you ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. Because eBay Motors, with while you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. We're wrapping it here with Kenton Gibbs, and here we go. I've given you the stage. Normally, we're leading. I'm leading this conversation, but I'm going to let you have it. Fan reactions. We're getting ready here in this football to talk about Week Nine. We have our community poll up and all the guidelines, but let's just sound off one more time. People always fill away after the Power Ranking Show. People yeah. always fill yeah. away after we recap. So, Kenton,
1: the floor is yours. You know, here's here's the thing. Okay, um, I am a person who believes in fairness, believes in balance, believes in you know trying to do all the things in terms of uh, giving everybody they shine, and so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to make sure that that this is is as fair and balanced as I can do it. okay? Mm -hmm. because there are many people who, you know, who felt like there were some questions that need to be asked. And lately, the questions have only been asked of me. And so (laughs) I'm going to ask you some questions and then I'm going to answer some of these questions that fans have of myself. Does that sound good to you? That sounds fair to me. Okay, so uh, the first question that we have for you. Candace mm-hmm. Cooper, are you praying on Florida State's downfall? <laughs> because I, that's what the fans are saying. The fans are asking. They're saying that Candace Cooper is praying on FSU's downfall. That's. I'm just telling you. I'm just here to
0: say that I have so many more important things to do with my day and time than to pray for the Seminoles' downfall and make it very clear that when the ACC does good, we do better. So why would I pray for the one team that I feel like has the strongest chance of getting in the college football playoff and giving us conversations to have in the postseason for college football play, which we haven't had in a long time? Why mm-hmm. would I root for that to be not go well? I'm on your side. I'm nationwide, baby. I'm here to help.
1: Okay. So F-Face. Uh, fifty-seven, twenty-seven. You heard her. She okay. says she's not praying on your downfall at all. She she says she's not praying on your downfall. So let's let's take that. Let's accept it. Please. And let's go ahead and 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 rock out with that. Yes. And now, now I'm gonna go ahead and and take this next one because oh, okay. you know there was there was somebody who was very upset with me about mm-hmm. my uh belief that you know. Um, Mario Cristobal mismanaged the clock. We got W.L. Thomas 8 here. With Here's just a little coaching insight on the end of regulation in the Miami game. Then let me know what decision you make. You have a, all caps, true freshman QB that's making his first career start mm-hmm. in a game that you had to play call in a manner where you had to limit all, where you had to limit passes over 15 yards. You made a 10-point fourth quarter comeback based on two jump balls, second one underthrown. You're starting running back. Running back number one missed the game due to injury, got hurt on a previous play, and is on the sideline. You can choose to tr- you can choose try to throw the ball in hopes to get a field goal range or go in the OT at home in a game that your defense has been playing uh extremely well. So here's this, the thing.
0: This must have really bothered you because that's long as hell. But go ahead.
1: Here's the thing. <laughs> in terms of those two jump balls and one being underthrown, what mm-hmm. have I talked about with Clemson all year saying this group is underrated? I mean, overrated. I'm sorry, overrated. They're secondary. Mm -hmm. And Kobe from Miami, every time that ball was going up in there, it wasn't 50-50. It was more like (laughs) 80-20. So with that being said, Mm -hmm. I don't care if you have Candice or myself back there. Go on and throw up that jump ball and see what happens. And here's why I say throw it up and see what happens. Let's just say for kicks and giggles, Clemson intercepts the ball, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say for kicks and giggles. They, they He throws up a jump ball at about the 20, 15-yard line. It gets picked off. And now Clemson has the ball with 40, 30 seconds, 25 seconds left at their own 15. Mm-hmm. Are you scared of that team? Are you scared of going to the situation? I'm not fearing them, no. Oh, okay. All right. Just a thought. Just a thought. And your offensive line has done well enough in pass blocking to where it hasn't been a problem. So far. So that that's just my takeaway. You know, I'm I'm just saying. I'm that's that's just what I think. Mm-hmm. But now mm-hmm. let's also uh look at another one who feels like they need to educate you. And let's go back to WL Thomas. Me, here. me? Yep. Okay. Candace, let me explain something to you. In fact, more appropriately, let me educate you because you clearly don't understand. When you get around week five or six of the season and you've already given up on your team, your season outlook can be described as miserable, and misery loves company, and that is why your co-host. Kenton is determined to aggregate and annoy all the other fan bases. Candice, do you believe that your co-host <laughs> has given up on his team's season? Do you believe that that's happened?
0: Giving up is a strong word, but has lowered expectations. Absolutely. And do you want to get on people's nerves? You sure don't mind. Mm-hmm. I will say mm-hmm.
1: that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So W.L. Thomas, again, we, we got <laughs> us here twice. He's trucking that nerve, okay? Um, let me explain something to you, brother. Just hop on over to Locked On Wolfpack sometimes. Hop Mm -hmm. on over to Locked On Wolfpack sometimes. Because if you did listen, you'd hear that I said, NC State can lose every game going forward this season. They can also win every game. There's not a single game they have in front of them that I say, oh my God, is Clemson unwinnable? Hmm. With what I just saw out of Clemson, you're not going to tell me that that game isn't winnable. Wake Forest, is that game unwinnable? Hmm. You're not going to tell me that. Virginia Tech, as much as I love drones and tootin', love them, love them. Our 11 is better than their 11. Peyton Wilson is one of the baddest men in the on the planet, if you ask me, okay? Uh, is Jer- he playing? No, I'm just kidding. Jeremiah Trotter Jr. is the leading tackler for Clemson with 48 tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Peyton Wilson has 81. So that's that's just... Just a little bit of reference ed- ed- is a little state. bit of
0: education. A little bit educating? of education. A okay. little bit of education. Okay. So
1: long story short, if we're talking about has Kenton given up on the season, UNC ain't beat us in over a thousand days. Over a thousand days. Now why am I
0: in it? Why we got why I got it? Because I'm started.
1: saying for the rest of the I, season, I, if you said I gave up on the season, you just ain't been paying attention. Now, will I say would I bet the house that NC State wins out or even wins the majority of these games? No. Would I bet the house that they lose a the majority of these games? No. This this NC State team is a team that has shown very high ceiling, very low floor. I do not know which NC State team I'm going to get each week. So I am not aggravating anybody's fan base. I just tell you what it is, what it ain't, what it could be, and what it can't. Candace, would you like another? Would you like another? I mean, uh, we're here possibly?
0: now. Come on. We okay, need a couple right. more. Don't, do don't, don't
1: let Willie be the show now oh no, no no I'm just I'm just asking I'm just asking okay yeah. so Keep anywho, rolling mm-hmm. anywho we we've got we've got UVA was just a hundred percent better team on that day go into Carolina who has a Heisman candidate quarterback have their star receiver finally back playing, ranked 10th in the nation refs solidly on the Tar Heels side and what happens of course UVA schools them classic South's oldest rivalry game kudos to the Cavs by the way Super bad take. Nowhere close to the best game UVA has played this season. Cavs played a better overall game versus NC State, JMU, and BC. Just didn't finish this time. They did. Do you? Now how can
0: you? Well, first of all, how you play a better game and get an L? So I don't know about that. But also, apparently, Mac Brown said because the student section was slim because of fall break. That's why Carolina lost. So. I'm just saying, fans, had you done your part and got on the got your toe on the line, maybe Carolina would have had a better game.
1: That's interesting because Duke's student section was taken over by NC State fans in that game. I was there in person. And somehow, despite despite there not being anybody in the student section, I want to say that game ended up a 21-point win for the good guys, the home team there. All
0: I'm saying is, you know, at the end of the day, you got to play who's in front of you. You got popped mm -hmm. in the mouth. And how you respond this week after a team who you definitely should be beating, if -hmm. you don't figure out a way to win that one, you're beyond fraudulent. Kick you out of top 25, and I'm sick again. I might be done. Talk about being done. I might be done.
1: Hey, listen. We wouldn't blame you if you were. We would not blame you if you were. But we got to get out our last one here. Uh, Let me go find this. And I just had it pulled up. I don't know where it went on me. It but
0: clearly got, been a, it was bothering
1: got, you. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, this one wasn't bothering me. It was, oh, it, was it was more a nice so. An, it was an ode to one of our loyal uh, listeners. Uh, well, I cannot find it, but the substance of the actual message <laughs> was from Orange Girl. Uh, it was from Orange Forever Girl,
0: Orange Girl 44. Forever Orange
1: Girl Forty Four, mm-hmm. and she said, "Not surprised that Syracuse drops to the bottom of the power rankings on their bye week." How do you get fired on your off (laughs) day?
0: Not you got fired (laughs) on your off day.
1: I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to tell you. Speaking of fired on your off day, let's end it here. Mm -hmm. Do you think Dino Babers should have been fired on his off day? Do you think this bye week should have been the time that they said, hey, brother, it's time. It's time. What do you think?
0: Got to see it through, my boy.
1: Mm. So you see it through the end of the season regardless of what happens.
0: I don't know if they have a check to cut to get make it otherwise. So I think you see it through, but you don't renew and you figure it. You make sure that that pot is good and stable before you say, all right, thank you so much for your services, but we no longer need them.
1: I'm going to say this, and uh, I'm going to say this with a lot of intentionality. Look at what Duke football has done in two years under a new coach. And you could also argue the counter of like, oh, well, you see what Duke football did, but look at what Boston College football did and went through for their first three, four years under half Lynn Heck. Even this year, they while they are on the winning streak right now, they're two, three bad games away from, oh boy, this team is cooked again. So I I can kind of see the argument for keep Dino, but I think that this should have been it. I think he should have got fired on his day off for stealing boxes because it's it's with all due respect good
0: coaches matter i will agree i think i really just feel like elko Elko right now is an anomaly because then you start arguing that case for a lot of these coaches over here
1: oh absolutely absolutely yeah my my thing is your 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 bar should not be what elko and duke have done yeah hell no right because if that's your bar then every coach is getting fired every year like that's but when, but when the, but
0: awesome. when, this, well, when the bottom, when the the expectation, the floor is in hell, with dude you know, the mile So yeah. like it, were, there was nowhere to go but up. He has just, you know, gone exponentially faster than most thought.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And and he was one busted up ankle away from potentially pulling off a top five upset last yeah. Saturday. If ifs and buts were berries and nuts, squirrels would never starve, and here we are. So that that concludes the fair and battle the first ever fair and balance fan uh, mail day that we've ever had. Fair That's reaction.
0: That's very balanced. It was a lot. So it asked me, was so oh, Okay.
1: You guys yeah. asked some questions. I answered some questions. We, we went back and forth on this thing. Normally, as you said, they said you bald. You, uh, <laughs> they said your team stinks, you stink, and your room look funny. That's what the fans said. Don't jump me. It's not how I feel about you. It's just well, what the fans say.
0: Well, you know what? Maybe next week I'll try. I'll
1: try that method next week. We'll see okay. how it goes. I'm glad that I've laid down the template for calling oh. calling it even per se. Oh, um, Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Can't can't wait for next week. Can't can't wait. Can't, can't wait. Can't wait. I yeah. promise you, it's gonna be so fair and balanced, baby. You just Absolutely. don't know. Let's do it. Oh, well, fans, we're here for week nine. We've got to get you ready, locked, loaded for that one. We'll give you the he said, she said, fans said votes and see how we shake out for week nine ACC football. So make sure you tune into that. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, until next time.